tired, just tired, giving the same presentation, it feels like over and over and over again. I want to help those individuals so that they can they can do better within their own organization, that they can be the leaders that they want to be so that they go in and they give these presentations without looking back at a sea of dead fish eyes. Our audience is hoping to be informed, engaged, entertained. And as long as you can do that as a speaker, you will succeed every time. And I'm really good at helping people find their story when they have the ability to come in and tell their story in a powerful and engaging way. They have the ability to have a real impact in the world. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou. And boy, do we have an exciting guest lined up for you today. Today's guest is another one of our emerging thought leaders. He is a serial entrepreneur and he is a man with a plan. Tyler Foley, welcome to the show, Tyler. Oh, I'm happy to be here, Nikki. Glad we can make it work. So Tyler, good to have you here. Tell us your backstory. How'd you get to be the great Tyler Foley? Well, uh, it all, as it all does, it all started way back in the beginning. Uh, when I was six years old, uh, I was a child performer. So first time I was on stage was at six. And then I got into uh, film and TV later in my teen years. Uh, from there, I uh, did what most people do. After a 25-year career, um, I decided to retire, use my big movie star money to go back to school. I got an engineering discipline, opened up my first company uh, in just uh, just after my 30th birthday, actually, um, and you know, opened up a mapping firm doing aerial photography and photogrammetry. So anybody who's ever clicked on satellite view on Google, uh, that was what I did. I made those those pretty pictures, uh, the pretty picture maps. Uh, unfortunately, that business uh, collapsed, and uh, through a series of different events, I got into safety, and then from safety, I got into keynote speaking, and then in, from keynote speaking, kind of came full circle into this this art of performance and showing people and teaching people how to give better presentations, how to be on stage, and really. Uh, you know, accelerate both their business and professional lives um, through the art of public speaking. So it's been fantastic. And then, you know, through it all, uh, author of the number one best-selling book, The Power to Speak Naked. And uh, so that's always a, a fun little title to have hanging on the, the back of your business card. It definitely is an attention grabber. So tell me what problems you solve for clients and tell me specifically what you do to solve those problems for clients. So specifically, we help them get over their perceived fear of public speaking. So the majority of people who uh, come to us tend to be, uh, you know, uh, C-suite executives. Ironically enough, we've got a small segment of our of our niche who are actually uh, directors of charities. 
we tend to work a lot with um, a local charity directors who are having a hard time getting their message out, uh, both to the donors who would be able to help support the charity and to the people who they actually uh, are designed to be helping. And usually it comes around this fear of presentation, this fear of public speaking. And uh, one of the first things we do is point out that you are not really actually afraid of public speaking. Uh, so one of the first things I always ask people is if they've ever been to a restaurant and ordered food, because if you've ever been to a restaurant and ordered food, not only did you speak in public, if you didn't know your wait staff, you probably spoke to a complete stranger and you asked for what you wanted. So it usually dispels a couple of myths, this notion that we're afraid to speak in public, that we're afraid to speak to strangers and we're afraid to ask for what we want is null and void if you've ever been to a restaurant and received the food to your table. Um, and then there's always that counter argument back. They're like, oh, but wait, 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 Tyler. But when I'm uh, ordering food in a restaurant, people aren't looking at me. And that's usually where I can hone in and say, okay, well, then you don't have a fear of public speaking because I can't actually help people with a fear of public speaking. I'm not a trained psychologist or, or therapist. And, and that's a deep rooted fear that is, is a phobia that I just am not equipped to handle. But if your fear is public judgment, which is usually what the reality is when you're like, oh, but I don't want people looking at me when I speak, that I can help with. I can help us get over the fear of public judgment um, because to be honest, it's a very easy thing to get over. Most public is not judging you in a negative way. If you've ever, if you, last time you ever went to a presentation, when we tuned in to the thought leader revolution today, people who are listening at home, you did not come on hoping to yourself, man, I hope this episode sucks today. I hope the guest that Nikki has on is atrocious. I hope he forgets everything that he's talking about. I hope he brings no value. Uh, he's going to say things that I've already heard. You know, all of these things that we will tell ourselves as an internal story is not what our audience is thinking. Our audience is hoping to be informed, engaged, entertained. And as long as you can do that as a speaker, you, you will succeed every time. And so that's really what uh, I do as a presenter. That's what all of my courses, that's what my team has put together is a way of making sure that people are entertaining and engaging when they are presenting information. I like that. Informed, engaged, entertained. I'm going to write that down. That's good. So what is the dent you're seeking to make in the universe, Tyler? Honestly, I've, I've got this one skill set and I'm really, really good at it. Um, but ironically, I, I wasn't really good at it as an actor because <laughs> as much as I would like to be uh, a very engaging and entertaining performer, um, I'm not that good at it as an actor. I'm not good at recreating other people's words and visions, but I'm really good at telling my own story and I'm really good at helping people find their story and telling it. And with this one skill set, uh, there's not a lot of quote unquote, good I can do in the world. But what I have found is that when I help other people unlock this power, when they have the ability to come in and tell their story in a powerful and engaging way, they have the ability to have a real impact in the world. So for me, my joy comes from seeing other people use this skill set that I've taught them to do good. Because that allows me to not just be doing it on my own. That That's creating an entire team. That's creating an entire movement of people who are able to use their story for the better good. And for me, 
that's that's the most rewarding bit. So if I could make a dent in the world, my dent would be empowering other people to go out and see that ripple spread. That's that's really where I get the most joy. I like that. That's really well said. Well done. So who's your ideal client, Tyler? Honestly, I, I really, really enjoy working with the charity directors. My ideal client is the um, local uh, charities with a large social impact and specifically the charity director, that, that person who's been, who has this mission, who is driven to do this work because being the head of a charity, being the face of a charity is, is very, very thankless work. The reward comes in seeing the good that you're doing in society. But a lot of people don't recognize that good until you, know, until it's honestly, until it's not there. And so I have found that the most reward that I get is working with um, larger local charities, the ones who are working with a significant budget each year and can actually invest in their growth. Because a lot of times with local charities, it's a shoestring budget. They're, all of their money is going to helping their clients and they, they can't, they have no wiggle room. But for charities, some of the ones that I've worked with, like Made by Mama or the Early Infant Childhood Loss um, Society, though they they have grown enough that they can start investing in further growth and and finding those clients and showing them how to really use their story of why they've gotten involved in this charity, why that charity is so important to them, so that they can have a greater impact both find like i said finding donors and finding um fi and reaching out to the clients that they can actually do do good for um that is that's kind of my sweet spot right now and then always 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 my my c-suite folks who um are tired of looking out at a sea of glass eyes <laughs> and i know that there's at least one out there right now who knows what i'm talking about where they are tasked with presenting either at an annual presentation or quarterly presentations. They don't feel that they're making an impact. They don't feel that the audience is engaged, that they're tired, just tired of uh, giving the same presentation, it feels like, over and over and over again. I want to help those individuals so that they can, they can do better within their own organization that they can be the leaders that they want to be so that they go in and they give these presentations without looking back at a sea of dead fish eyes. Because not, as a, I have been there as a presenter, nothing feels worse and I want to help people alleviate that pain. You know, that's really well said. Tired of looking out at a sea of glass eyes. Really well said. You, you've got some good messaging sound bites. Well done. So currently, how are you attracting clients or getting clients for yourself? Uh, so a lot of what we're doing is word of mouth, um, be, just because the, the recommendations come. I'm, I myself uh, do a lot of my one-on-one -on -one coaching with, uh, with our, our, you know, our more executive VIP uh, clients. Uh, they get me one-on-one. -on -one. And then uh, for a lot of our... Um, what we'd call entry level training. So, you know, our recorded trainings, I've got uh, a really nice uh, program, the power to speak naked. That's based on the book 
uh, and the book is based on a previous program that we did. A lot of that is coming through web traffic. So, you, you know, your typical social media outreach. Um, I have a, a media director who's forced me to do TikToks. And I'm just, I'm not a fan of TikTok, but TikTok being a very visual medium and public speaking being a very uh, visual and audio um, art, uh, it, it lend itself really well to, to TikTok. So a lot of the training uh, advertising that we're doing is, is coming through TikTok. And then as people get into that funnel, um, the people who really want to pursue this heavily will will rise through. So it's either that word of mouth or that uh, TikTok following. And then um, up until 2020, uh, particularly through 2018 and 2019, a lot of what uh, I was doing uh, for lead generation was actually speaking on those large stages. So I was a, a speaker with the power of success and the power within. Um, and so they, they're they a great organ or were a great organization. Oh, you, see, you, know, you know, Brian Forte. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's a good man. He's a yeah. Good man. And so I, you know, we, I'd go and do those, the, the big presentations and it was really easy because the hook was um, the, the promoter, Celine would have me come up and I would work for 20, 25 minutes on stage, getting the crowd, uh, speaking with them. And, uh, you know, asking who here wants to be where I am right now. And the, a lot of the people would be there to see the headliner, who is always Tony Robbins. Occasionally it would be like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or somebody like that. But usually at yeah. Tony. And, uh, and the, the hook was always, you know, one of you who come to my workshop will get to speak on stage. And so that was a, that was a great hook when I had that, unfortunately, um, with uh, – uh, Salim passing in 2022 power of success isn't there. And so I haven't been doing the big stage things this year, but we'll be getting back to it in 2024. And that's always a, a really fun one to do. But um, I, I still like, you know, for my one-on-one -on -one clients, that word of mouth, that recommendation, having the conversations like you and I are having Nikki on the podcast and people who really want to reach out who are, I, I like the people who have to do a little bit of work to find me because that means that they're they're ready to make that commitment to up level themselves, particularly in the arena of public speaking. So I make it a little difficult to work for me uh, or work with me. But once uh, once you get through that door, uh, it's an accelerated rocket ride. And I always love the roller coaster. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, as an emerging thought leader, someone with a big desire to make a big dent in the universe, What's the biggest challenge you're facing in scaling and helping more people? Uh, that it's me. Um, so the nice thing is, is the the model that I had to scale, uh, you know, and I, I I've I've got to work with some of the, some of the really good greats who do it. Um, ultimately, the bottleneck is always me because I'm the one who delivers the material, uh, and uh, whether that's doing it on a uh, webinar or doing it on virtual training or on-demand training, pre-recorded stuff, or whether that's doing it live in a room. Um, the bottleneck is always me. So it's, it's dependent on my time. The nice thing is, is it's always scalable based on the size of the room. So we can, I can always go and do it. We can have lots of people come into the room. Um, but for that really quality stuff, the one-on-one -on -one training, um, I have, 
yet to be able to photocopy myself. Xerox does not make a good replicant of my of me. And uh, so even though I've got a really good team in place and I've gotten some really good people who can deliver the material that I deliver uh, very competently, ultimately, uh, it, I'm still at the end of the day coming up with the content. I'm still the one coming up with the program. Um, and it's, it's, it's my brain that gets downloaded. So there, there isn't a, a problem scaling it, but I am always the bottom. Okay. What frustrates you the most that you're not a household name yet? Um, so yeah, if that's an interesting question because I don't know that I am frustrated that I'm not a household name yet. But I think the biggest frustration that I would have is that I might not be the first recommendation on somebody's tongue. If, if, you know, if somebody goes, oh, I'm terrified of, of public speaking, I don't know how the, the one the the trigger sentence that I would love to be associated with is um, I don't know how you get up on stage and do that. And I want anybody who hears somebody say that sentence to associate it with, oh, well, you, you need to reach out to Tyler Foley at the power to speak naked, you know, um, that yeah. I uh, it, That's when you're not, a thought leader. When yeah, it's not that I, I'm frustrated by it because yeah. yeah, there's you know there's and there's thousands of great great trainers out there who are teaching people public speaking. Now, I've had the joy and privilege to work with a lot of them. Like I I get and it's a little bit of a PR spin. I can say that I've had Les Brown open for me in Bend, Oregon. Uh, but it's a, it's a bit of a PR twist because Les was running a, a really good training session and one of those like private yeah. invites where people are paying five figures to come do it. But if anybody knows, Les Brown has been living with cancer for years yeah. and um, he was, he got sick towards the end of the weekend and the promoter happened to know me and was able to get me down to fill in for the last little bit. So these people who paid a very high ticket price uh, didn't walk away without the full experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've got to work with Les yeah. and Adam Markell and, and Phil Town and, like, you know, some of the great, yeah. some of the best speakers in the world I've had the, the joint privilege. So if they don't come to me and they, they want to go to Brian Tracy, they go to Brian Tracy. But I, I would love it if my name were included in that. In the conversation. It's not yeah. that I have to be the thought leader, but I would love to be included in the conversation at some point. Yeah, Les is good friends with two of my really good friends, uh, Raymond Aaron and Robert Moore. Um, Raymond's going to get Les to come on my show. We've uh, been working on that, but it's because of his cancer. He hasn't been able to do it. So I know all about that just from those conversations I've had with with Raymond, with Les's assistant. So it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. You know, Raymond, Raymond Aaron says Les is the world's greatest speaker. And I, I, I would argue, agree with him. I would argue that's probably true. Uh, yeah. He's certainly top three. If <laughs> he's not the best, there's other people you can argue with. But well, um, I mean, he still Les, holds the let, record let for those. The thought. Let, let me finish the yeah. thought. Um, and um, what Raymond says is that as good as Les is at public speaking, he hasn't been amazing at monetizing public speaking beyond getting a fee for his speech. And I'm like, wow, that is pretty brilliant. So that's kind of Raymond's thing is 
how do you monetize your public speaking? And I thought that was a very powerful thing. But it's cool that you you've spoken with Last Man. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and and he's a. I would say that he is probably the best uh, uh, public speaker I've ever witnessed. Just his mastery of uh, audience engagement, his mastery of storytelling, his event, and he is a really, really phenomenal teacher. So, like when you do do a workshop with him, his ability to show you the how to spin a story. Um, is is phenomenal so i i i've been all i've always been in on i'm so privileged to have had the chance to work with him and i do i do hope that he makes it onto your show because he is no, just it's a- gonna happen it's just he's got to be well enough to do it that's the problem yeah. we've had it's 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 not that we haven't anyways you know like i interview a lot of the top thought leaders in the world and um I happen to know quite a few of them. And that's how I get to the next ones. That's my, that's my secret, right? Everyone's, how do you get these guys? I go, well, I know a bunch of them and I ask for introductions. It's that simple, right? And they usually make it for me. So um, I'm excited to have less on, but uh, that, that was a good answer. Well done. Well done. So we're coming to the tail end of this. So Tyler, imagine a year from now, five years from now, what would be your absolute dream for your business so that it's, it's like exploding. It's gone supersonic. What would have you crying tears of joy, brother? Honestly, to have a full speaking schedule where I'm doing 12 to 24, um, seminars a year with, you know, the the way that it was starting to gear up to, um, a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, where we've got, you know, I'm, I'm doing the, the large, you know, I, I would love to be in on that circuit with um, Robin's research or, you know, when Brian Tracy was really doing it, they, or T. Har Becker, because everybody, that's the other thing too, all these guys are retiring, like they're getting to the point where they're, they're, they're starting to pass the torch. So what would bring me the greatest joy is if one of them reached out and was like, Tyler, we've seen what you've been doing, we see where you're at. We've, we've seen the results that your program has had with these individuals that you've worked with. You, your reputation precedes you. Here's the torch. And to be able to be traveling the world with my family um, and, and having that full speaking calendar uh, where, you know, we do six to 10 large, large scale, like six to 9,000 people in attendance uh, seminars and really make a difference and be able to get consistently um, four to 500 through to, to some of the smaller training sessions and then have a, a really good core group of clients that I get to work with, if not one-on-one, one-on-few, you know, a nice little tight mastermind with with five or six really key individuals who want to really accelerate their growth so that I can show them everything that I did over 25 years and really pass that along. That would have me uh, in pure ecstasy, and I'm not that far off, to be really honest. Um, I'm I'm at a point where I'm I'm very. If nothing changed right now, I would be satisfied with where I'm at. But because there is always that next level, that next level is the the big stages, the big stages to have a promoter who really believes in you and and to be able to headline. Like if you want the ultimate goal to be able to have my name at the top of the marquee and that be the draw, um, that would be 
phenomenal because that means that I have made enough impact doing what I'm doing that people know that I can help. And if yeah. I can have achieved that, I don't think there would be a greater reward in the world than knowing that people believe in me enough that they can invest themselves in, in, and their time in working with me. Nice. Nice. So Tyler, if someone wants to buy your book, find out about your programs, where do we send them? Well, it, it's funny that you ask. Everybody always says, how can I buy your book? And I always say, buy it in bulk. But uh, if you, in order to do that, um, the nice thing is my bookstore is everywhere. My my publisher, Morgan James, did a really good job of getting into bookstores. We're, we're in bookstores worldwide. You can always go on to, um, you know, Barnes and Noble or Amazon or chapters for you and I, you know, we can go anywhere to get the book. But if they want information on me, uh, yes. first of all, they can check the show notes. SeanTylerFoley.com is going to be the best contact information to come and find out all things Tyler. Um, but before they do that, Nikki, one of the things that I would ask them, uh, they're listening to your platform right now. They're coming to listen to the Thought Leader Revolution podcast for a reason. You are providing them with content. And as just as you like to have the introduction to the people that are coming on the show, this is my introduction to your audience who come to listen to your show and those people. So they're coming regularly. And as a favor, I would ask of them, if they have not done yet so, please, please give Nikki a five-star review. And because you're going to find my information in the show notes, which means you have to scroll past those five stars in that little comment box. <laughs> it's not there for decoration, right? Yep. Use it. Give it a five-star review. Tell Nikki why. Why do you come? What was one of the most impactful interviews that you listened to? Who was your favorite guest? What is the content that he's bringing to you that you are enjoying? This is going to help everybody. It's going to help you because Nikki will know who to bring on. It's going to help Nikki because he'll know who to bring on. That's going to help the show grow. If the show grows, we're going to have better, higher, more amazing guests that are going to help you. It's also going to get more views onto this episode, which is going to help me. So if you can do that as a listener, give Nikki a five-star review and say why. Give the comments. Be detailed. What did you enjoy? What are you enjoying? Why do you come back? Then as my gift and my thank you to you, if you come to SeanTylerFoley.com, we'll give you a free PDF download of The Power to Speak Naked so that you don't have to spend the $17.95 US or the $22 Canadian on the book. You can get the PDF for free. We'll also give you an invitation to my private Facebook group, which is uh, Endless Stages. That's where I go live every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern time and give a live presentation on whatever happens to be the hot topic of the week. So if there's a question that you burning to ask right now that me and Nikki didn't answer, hop on to SeanTylerFoley.com, get into Endless Stages, throw in your question there, and I'll be able to answer it live in the group every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. And we'll also, as a thank you, give you my um, workshop called uh, um, Drop the Mic. And Drop the Mic is a seven video compilation. Each video is under five minutes. So over the course of a week and on your coffee break, you are able to get very actionable items that will make you a better, more confident speaker. And you can do that on your break. So all of that is free, but 
only if you give the Thought Leader Revolution and Nikki a five-star review. No five-star review, no free gifts for you. <laughs> there you go, brother. All good, man. Listen, I appreciate that, but honestly, give anybody who, who comes on the show, um, we appreciate the five-star reviews, but we, we, we want folks to like give it because they feel like it deserves it. If it doesn't deserve it, don't give it. You know. Well, and I couldn't agree more, but I also know that if they're... I'm going to say that straight up. I ask people to give us a like, leave us a rating, leave us a review, but do it because in your heart you feel it's the right thing to do for you. Don't do not do it for any other reason than that. And Sean, uh, Sean Tyler uh, Foley.com is the website. We'll make sure that's in the show notes. Tyler, you brought it, man. You, you're a fantastic public speaker. You did a great job on the show. I appreciate you having you on the show. And... Uh, Please come back when you get your your next book or the next uh, interesting topic that you want to talk about. Be happy to have you back. Yeah, and listener, Tyler is the real deal. So go get all his stuff. I'm going to get it. I'm going to go watch the video. And uh, I've been speaking in public for over 20 years. You can always learn from a true master. You should always humble yourself and learn something. And if you're somebody who actually is not happy with how you speak, then you definitely want to make sure you get grab a copy of his book and you grab that seven part video series. That's going to give you something that you can run with right away. And um, that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about the one, the only, the legendary Tyler Foley, go to the show notes at thethoughtleaderrevolution.com or wherever you happen to listen to this episode. Until next time, goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice.